folding pocket. Hello and welcome to The Fastener Curious with me, Betty Glover, and Christian Hugill. We're at the Red Bull Technology Centre. It's the final launch of the season. Um, but Christian... We've got to start with the elephant in the room. Uh, yeah, of course, this is a massive day for Red Bull. They're celebrating 20 years of being in the sport today, all their wonderful achievements in that time. They're also launching their new car, which will take the place of last year's historic beast that dominated the sport. Uh, but there have been allegations made in the last couple of weeks against its team principal, Christian Horner. Now, he denies those allegations. We understand that there is an investigation ongoing here at Red Bull and that Christian is cooperating with that investigation. Uh, but we can't ignore it. And we have got an interview with Christian Horner on this episode of The Fast and the Curious, so I obviously wanted to talk to him about it. Yeah, this is his first public appearance since all of this has happened, so we are definitely going to ask him about that, but we're also going to hear from Sergio Perez and talk to you about how this launch has gone. Yeah, because as we've just said, massive day for Red Bull launching this new Formula One car, and they're going big on this very glitzy launch. So we're looking forward to doing that, getting the gossip on the new car, but there's only one place we can start. It is that interview with Christian Horner. And of course, we started by talking to him about those allegations that have been in the news in the last few weeks. Christian Horner, welcome to The Fast and the Curious. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Christian, we've got to get something out of the way first. Obviously, it's been in the news a lot. There have been some accusations. There's a process ongoing we understand we just wanted to hear from your perspective first you know what is going on as far as you're concerned and what the situation is here well the allegations have been made I absolutely fully deny um, obviously I'm complying with a uh, with a process that's an internal process and I'm afraid uh, due to its confidentiality I, I can't comment further than that Christian of course this has happened so close to the new season starting has it been a distraction at all well, I think, you know, obviously there's been a huge amount of focus on the build-up to the season. Um, uh, obviously, it's uh, a process that I'm, I'm fully uh, complying with. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously there's been a day job to do as well, which is very much focused on the season ahead. Christian, we appreciate you answering our questions. Um, we've just seen a celebration of 20 years of Red Bull. I mean, what you guys have achieved is amazing. Do you get time in this mad world of Formula One to stop and think and go, oh, we've had fun. This has been a good run. We've had some amazing this times. Been all right. <laughs> yeah, you're always looking forward in this business. So it's only when you look at a video like that that you see, crikey, I've aged a bit in 20 years. But, um, but yeah, you know, what we've done is, is incredible and something a whole team's very, very proud of. And, of course, it's now about the next 20 years. Well, I guess last season was probably a good season to sort of sit back and go, Wow. Did you ever think in your wildest dreams that you were going to be that dominant? I don't think any of us could have ever dreamt of the dominance that we've achieved. So uh, so super happy with, with that. But I don't think we'll ever repeat a season like that because it's only been done once in over 70 years of Formula One racing. So, But there's a lot of lessons that we take out of last year and, and look to apply you know, this year. Oh, like what? But you can always you can see with a car... Um, we've built on its strengths and tried to address some of its weaknesses and uh, even though it was the most successful car of all time there's still areas it can be better. And you use the term aggressive evolution which frankly sounds a little terrifying for your competitors bearing in mind last year. Yes but uh, you know, they haven't stood still either and we'll see next week we'll get the first chance to see these cars in action and looking forward to doing that. But it's been you, you've already got it out there behind closed doors haven't you around Silverstone yeah. was that good did you have a good feeling in your bones? Well, it's difficult to draw anything from a wet and soggy Silverstone but the car <laughs> ran well um, 
the drivers were comfortable, it didn't do anything untowards and so that's always the purpose of those days is to just make sure that everything's working as it should do. The drivers were comfortable if damp. Um, now, you seem to have a catchphrase, we've noticed, and it, it, there are plenty worse catchphrases to have. But even in the Sebastian Vettel days, there was, at the end of the season, Sebastian Vettel, you are the world champion. Now it's gone to Max Verstappen, you are the world champion. And you say it so calmly as you, well. You do it so well. Your delivery is excellent. But first question, was that meant to become a bit of a catchphrase? Did you think, I'm going to roll with this? And secondly, because the big one, do you think you'll be saying it at the end of the season? Um... Yeah, well, look, I think you don't preempt or premeditate uh, things like that. They just happen, and uh, you know I sincerely hope that we'll be saying it at the end of the year with Max hopefully defending, you know, his uh, his drivers' championship again. Wow! Best of luck, Christian, and thank, thank you, you so much. much for coming on. Thank you very much indeed. So that they're leading us away from the room called RB7. And now we're walking across the Red Bull campus. I'm glad it's not raining, because what a trek. But, Betty, I'm really glad that I've eaten a lot of rubbish in the last couple of days and I'm getting my steps in. Yeah, I, was, I might hit 10,000 today. We're at 10,000, just this walk. But where we're going is actually where they've made the car. It's the factory, isn't it, Christian? Well, yeah, we can see, for example, just to the left, Red Bull Ford powertrains. And Ford don't officially make Red Bull's engines yet but have already come on board as engine partners working towards the 2026 season so the building straight ahead of us is where they make the engines all these different buildings around us it's like a university campus and we're being led along it in this great big line of <laughs> journalists and media and camera people and interviewers and influencers and we'll eventually get to the car so we've been led in to a massive garage sort of thing a dark room to my right there are old Red Bull cars on massive shelves. To my left, there's another Red Bull car pinned to the ceiling. Betty, this place is mad. It is full of people. There are influencers, left, right and centre, media. Oh, listen, listen, listen. excited to have you here today. Anybody on a grey or blue lanyard, please show the people in reception your telephone in the bag. We just need to double-check that, please. And that shows you how secretive it is for this launch. The influencers are being told your phones have got to go in bags and be covered up. So it's so top secret. There are media from all over the world. There is hundreds of people in this room. Yeah, and you know we always say, look, at Red Bull HQ, is there Red Bull everywhere? Do they do all the workers? Does everyone that work for Red Bull just drink it constantly to just give them that edge? I can confirm there is Red Bull absolutely everywhere. everywhere. And we're going to get put in a pen in a minute, a media pen. <laughs> the media people get pushed into a pen, but there's cameras, there's hundreds of people, there's spotlights. Auto-queue. Auto-queue. There's, auto there's um, the spotlights sort of show up. It almost looks like dry ice floating at the top of the room there's like smoke it's proper atmospheric like this is probably the most dramatic looking thing we've been to for a long time isn't it betty oh drama just personifies red bull doesn't it it's i mean drama mick i just love it i just love the drama mick so this car is about to get launched on the stage in front of us at the minute there's a, a white screen which has got stuff being projected on it i think that's going to get lifted up and the car will be unveiled in all its glory something's happening Wow, Christian, we've just uh, they've started the launch with a little bit of a chat on the stage. We've heard from Christian Horner, we've heard from Adrian Newey, who said that 
the car should be better than last year. Well, Adrian Newey, who is one of the key men behind Red Bull's dominance, you know, one of the best, well, the best designer Formula One's ever seen, said they've improved the car in every area which is ominous for their rivals. And make no mistake, as we said in the pre-season preview episode with Karun Chandok, it is a big job for people to catch Red Bull. Their advantage is that much. He, but did, also, he did caveat it, though, didn't he, with the classic, well, we won't know until we see everyone else's cars. And that's the joy of F1. You never do know. But what we should say as well is what an impressive event this is at Red Bull. The lights, the stage, it's so impressive. You know, A lot of Formula 1 teams this year have done very low-key launches. Red Bull have gone big. Why do you think that is? I think they want to really celebrate their 20 years in the sport, you know, and we should say what Red Bull have achieved, they're right to hype it up in coming into the sport, taking over the, the old Jaguar team, having two spells of dominance. What Red Bull have achieved in the last 20 years is phenomenal and it's right they should celebrate that success and that's what they're doing here and it's been lovely to look back at some of the memories they've got because you know they've been great for F1. Okay well we're stood in a pen waiting for them to unveil the car it should be a matter of moments away a matter of seconds. So this is the launch of the historic RB20 Red Bull's 20th ever car in Formula One and we're about to see it for the first time. The production element here is amazing because there's screens surrounding the car and what I assume is going to happen is they're going to lift the screens yeah. up to unveil it. The lights are flashing, different coloured lights, strobe lights, cameras everywhere. I, I, I can see why they've given us earplugs because it is so loud in here. Huge credit to Red Bull, this is so cool. And there it is, the RB20 for the first ever time. So Christian, launch is done. You've seen the car. What did you think of it? I'm going to steal a term from Matt, from Matt and Tommy, who've just been with us. Matt said it's got bulky shoulders. That's a really good way of putting it. It looked quite like chunky. A bull. Yeah, like a bull. <laughs> like a bull. It looks quite chunky. That's what I would say about it. There are differences that you'll be able to see when you see pictures from last year to this year. But when you take big, bold moves in Formula One, we've seen in recent seasons, you can get it wrong. You can go the other way. You know, Mercedes zero side pod approach was a really aggressive move. They got it wrong. So that's going to be fascinating when we get to pre-season testing as to just how quick it's going to be. We're going to get the first glimpses. So I'm really interested in this Red Bull car. I didn't expect to hear that term aggressive evolution that's a really interesting term yeah that oh to me that just sounds like they're so confident but also we just don't know yet do you we never know it looks lovely but we don't know we won't fully know you know until qualifying really in the Bahrain Grand Prix because testing will give us a clue but it's the first race of the season qualifying where you really start to get to see what's what so we've just spoken to Christian Horner we've spoken to Max before last season of course got him on the podcast but there's one person from the Red Bull camp that we have never spoken to on this podcast before. I'm excited, Mr. Sergio Checo Perez. Now, obviously, he's not been on yet, but we've spoken about him a lot. Remember last year when we were given the exclusive in Mexico oh. about his nickname? Tasty older man. Let's go to speak to him about that. And also, 
only a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, Mr. Karun Chandok gave a frankly devastating review of his cooking ability. Mm, he did. He, we've got to give him the right to reply. And we, I'm really excited for this. Checkers, such a big personality in Formula One, such a lovely man. We've never had him on this podcast before, so I'm excited to speak to Sergio Perez. I'm also excited to see if face-to-face he is actually a tasty older man as well. Sergio Perez, what a joy to have you on The Fast and the Curious. Welcome. Thank you very much for the invite. Are you fast or are you curious, Checo? I'm fast. He's oh, we've fast. seen that. Yeah. We've seen he's fast. We've seen his Grand Prix wins. <laughs> we have indeed. Look, you've never come on the podcast before, but some of your fans have come on the podcast. Now, I want to show you this clip. Basically, this is... This is one of your big fans. Since the moment he got in on the grid, people start chanting his name. Uh, not only his name, he's also known as Viejo Sabroso. I don't know why. That is like in translation is Tasty Old Man. <laughs> so, what? <laughs> I don't find him tasty. Tasty Old Man. Do you know this? Yes. Your fans yes. call you Tasty yeah. Old Man. What do you make of that? Uh, it's... Uh... I, I just laugh at it, you know. <laughs> uh, I always say I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tasty, but I'm not yeah, old. Yeah, exactly. Can we validate the... Yeah, is that right? Is that the English translation, tasty old man? Yes, Because pretty much. we're a similar age, Checo. I found that quite offensive. I was like, exactly. hang on, Checo's old. That's, yeah. that's not on. I was, we, I was offended on your behalf. We are in, a, in at the early stages of our lives, right? Thank you. You're, you're thriving in that uh, year. We're yeah. in our prime in, in Checker. In prime, yeah. exactly. <laughs> in our prime, exactly. Uh, Checker, obviously, such a cool launch event for Red Bull. Such a brilliant thing to be here. You must be excited about the season because um, celebrating 20 years of Red Bull and being a part of this mad team, it must be a, a, one of those moments where you look at the celebration and think it's a special little moment to be a part of this group. Definitely, you know. I mean, 2004 was the, the year that I came on. To Europe, you know, to race in Europe, and I remember um, Red Bull was like a big team, you know, in, in Formula One. It was just starting; they had the junior program, so it was like always trying to be part of that family. And uh, and yeah, I I got in Formula One, and I was able to to get into into Red Bull team, which is uh, is great. I think when you see the level of success this team has had, it's incredible. Yeah, we um, had a curry at Karun Chandok's house the other day. You're aware of Karun's work. Yeah. You know, you know Karun Chandok. And uh, he told us a little secret about you. Maybe not a secret, but he, he told us a little thing about you. Basically, he said that you are awful at cooking. All right, has that improved But I'm better than Karun. <laughs> well, we wanted to give you the right to reply yeah. because he he decided to host us for a curry night, and he said he'd once been to another driver's house for for food night, yours, and he said that you guys cooked a pepper and a onion and put some ketchup in and some mints and sort of that was it. And he said, oh, Checo's a far better racing driver than... Now, this was on one of our recent episodes, so we wanted the right to reply. That, that's true, but um, it's still better than Caron's. You think so? Really? Well, how was his uh, oh, curry oh, last night? Oh, it was amazing. He but did he, bo- he bought it or he no, cooked it? No, he cooked it all. He Hang just on. put it on the microwave, right? <laughs> we didn't see him make it. Yeah, so yeah. So it's possible that he you bought see? it in and put it in his Tupperware. Because I know the curry house that he goes to. Oh, do you? Yeah, Kushbu, oh. it's an amazing one. So it's a Checo conspiracy, I love this. Do you, see? do you have a curry named after you? Yes. What is yes. it? Um, Checo's Fiesta. At Karun Chandok's favourite curry house, we're being told. Yeah. What's in the curry? Um, it's like a um, chicken tikka masala, but the spicy one. 
Oh, I'd love uh, that. Uh, me too. I, I wish we were there. Because the tikka masala is too creamy on its own, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe we should go. Right, next time you come on our podcast, we'll take you there and yeah, we're going to try definitely. your curry. We okay? should do the podcast at the curry house. Yeah. It's yeah. happening. Yeah. We'll, we'll, the last time this was said to us, we thought it was a joke and it ended up happening. So be careful what you wish for. Yeah. <laughs> Just finally, Chaco, um, obviously going into a new season, obviously you'll be hoping the car's as quick as last season. What? What is a good 2024 for Sergio Perez? What's it look like this year? Well, just hitting that consistently, you know, not having those up and downs and uh, really developing a good base as a team and really one that we can move forward. So will be the, the main target for us. All right, well, best of luck. We're excited to see, see what happens for you. We're excited you. because we love Max on this podcast. He's been on, he's a friend of ours, but we always want a close battle. So we don't tell him, but we're gunning for you. you know, <laughs> we we are. Thank you so much. Battle. Thanks for your time. Curry with Checo. I am going to hold him to that whenever we ever get to speak to him ever again. We've got to make that happen. Well, to be fair, when Karun said it to us after the live show at the end of last season, I was like, yeah, right. And it happened. So yeah, stranger things have happened. Yeah. Do you know what? I think we can make it happen. He's a great guy. And obviously the world of Formula One, as I've just said to him, is buzzing for him to try and get closer to Max because we all want that title battle. So go on, Checo. Tasty older man with a tasty curry. I am in. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, should we wrap it up? I think we should. Thank you so much to Red Bull for having us today. Make sure you subscribe to never miss an episode because we've also got more exciting news about the podcast coming soon as well. So you really should subscribe. Also, guys, the season is about to start. This is so exciting. We're going to start ramping it up. Can't wait to get into it. This has been Betty Glover. I've been Christian Hugill. This has been The Fast and the Curious. We'll be back soon. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.